Hello and welcome to the Aviva podcast. My name is Ben Moss and for this edition of the podcast we are back at Aviva's digital garage in Hoxton Square in East London. We're in the depths of the garage right now actually, all the stripped back brickwork, I can see the pipes on the ceiling, there's the gentle hum of computer equipment and air conditioning in the background and everything is a really hard surface which is a podcast producer's nightmare but we're going to persevere anyway but if you do hear some background noise that's because everyone is working very hard here this morning. I'm very pleased to say I'm joined by two guests on the podcast. We've got Ben Luckett, Managing Director of Aviva Ventures and Colin Richardson, Co-Founder and Head of Marketing at Cocoon. Thank you very much both of you for joining us. Um, Ben, we'll start with you. For those who aren't aware, just give us a, a quick rundown. What is Aviva Ventures? What does it do? Good morning, Ben. Yeah, so Aviva Ventures is our corporate venture capital fund. And what does that mean? It means we've set aside an amount of money to make investments in startup businesses. So we believe that by investing and working with startup businesses, we'll learn more about technology, more about customers, more about the things that are going to have an impact on the insurance market in the future. And that is the reason we're joined by Colin from Cocoon, of course, because uh, you're one of the businesses that Aviva's invested in. So for those who don't know, again, what does Cocoon do? Hi there, Ben. Uh, so Cocoon is home security without the hassle. Uh, it's a smart all-in-one system that sets up in seconds, is controlled by your smartphone, and it covers more of your home than uh, all of the home security systems thanks to our unique subsound technology, which is multi-room protection. And we should probably describe what it looks like. We haven't got one to hand. I meant to go and get one, so we'll do that at some point. But just describe what a cocoon looks like. So a cocoon is about the size of a cricket ball or a tennis ball. Um, we've designed it so that it fits into your home. So it looks like a really high-end um, speaker system that you would normally have in your home. And so how does someone use it then? How, if, if I have one in my home, what does it do to kind of protect my home? So the great thing about Cocoon is that you don't have to do much. So you, you plug it in, you connect it to the Wi-Fi network, your own home Wi-Fi network, which takes seconds, and it starts learning about your home on its own. And as you come and go, it builds a pattern of your home, what it feels like, what it sounds like to be in your home, so that when you're out and about living your life, if anything unusual happens, um, it lets you know. And then you get a video stream of that straight to your phone on the app, and you can take action, whether that's to call the police, call a neighbour, or if it's just one of your family members, just to, to know that they're all home safe. And is it airwaves it picks up on? Yeah, so it uses sound pressure. That's right. So um, instead of having door and window sensors, which are pesky and a, uh, you know, a pain to install, we've removed the, the need for that entirely. So we actually use the sound or, or the air in your home to transmit that information. And so, Ben, what's the relationship with Cocoon then? How does it work? So we made an investment, as you said, in Cocoon, which means that we effectively have a interest in in the business from a shareholding perspective and it also means that we work closely with Cocoon because one of the reasons we make investments is to understand more about the technology that's going to have an impact on insurance. So if you think about what Collins described, this is all about protecting people's homes. We as, as, as people know are a big uh, home insurance provider and therefore there's a natural link. Going forward we think about how devices such as Cocoon and things that are part of what we call the Internet of Things or IoT are going to change the insurance model going forward. And by that I mean we're really interested in how technology can help prevent claims and how it can help keep people safe. So as an investor, we, we work alongside the, the team to understand more about how that product is, is landing with customers, how that technology is going to impact the, the insurance market. And Colin, what's the process like uh, when Aviva kind of come knocking or when you first get introduced to each other? What's the process like to, to kind of get on board with Aviva? Yeah, so um, it's 
probably as close to dating as you could imagine it being. Um, a lot of it is, sure, it's, it's about understanding whether or not it's, it's a good fit in terms of their portfolio, their risk appetite, and what it is that we want to achieve as a business. But when you are a startup and you're bringing anyone into the business, it's important that they fit with you culturally, whether that's an employee or an investor. So a lot of it was getting to know each other, to understand whether this is a good, mar a good fit for us and a good fit for them. And, and it was, for us, it was a very easy process, a very natural process working with Aviva. Um, and as you can see now, we're a couple of years in and, uh, you know, really happy. When you and the other founders of Cocoon, uh, Aviva first came on the scene, did you guys ever expect that you would at one stage be kind of working with a, with a larger organization, kind of one of the UK's biggest insurers? So, so yeah, you hope so, right? I mean, starting off as a small company or a group of people trying to solve a problem is all very romantic um, and, and it's what keeps you going uh, in the long hours. But eventually you do want to transition to becoming a commercial business and a business that provides real benefit to as many people as possible. So working with someone like Aviva uh, to understand the market on a very large scale is incredibly important and, and definitely where we see ourselves being. And so Ben, Colin described it as kind of like dating. So yeah. uh, if I if I carry on with that, um, can you, you, sure you want to? yeah, well, we'll see. Can can you remember the first time you know metaphorically your eyes met across a room? <laughs> oh dear, I'm not sure this is going in the direction I um, expect. No, but uh, as a, I'll put it in a more serious way. Then. No, how did how did you first yeah. kind of get sight of Cocoon and yeah. become yeah. interested in them? No, it's 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 a good question. So when we set up the Aviva Ventures business, we had some very clear areas where we were looking to invest. One of those is what I mentioned earlier, which was which was IoT, because we do believe the connected world will have a, a real impact on on our business. So we were looking, if you like, we were in the market to try and continue this analogy reasonably badly. Um, and there were a number of players out there. <laughs> there are other other um, players who are producing devices, etc. And um, but there are things that we look for in a good relationship. Um, so they have to be a team, as Colin said, that you can work with. And one of the things we're, we're really interested in is, is it a team that can, can deliver? And so that was one thing that we were looking for. And we found that in the, in the Cocoon team, a, a great bunch of founders who had really good experience in working with a startup um, environment before and being successful in that environment. So that, that's, that's one good thing. So if, 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 we, if we think about it in terms of, you know, what's our, our wish list um, looking for this, this date, as, as you put it, a, a good team is one of them. The second is, is the product. Is it a product that has some uniqueness? Is it a product? That, that works um, in the environment it's supposed to. And we, we really thought that the, the Cocoon product, unlike others on the market, um, had that uniqueness through the subsound technology that Colin um, was describing. So, so those are, are two good things on the wish list. And then I guess the final thing is, is it an opportunity that can grow and can scale? And if you think about how many homes there are in the UK, you know, well over, well over 20 million, um, the number's probably higher now. That that gives us an opportunity to to help grow a business, and also if you think about the expansion opportunities internationally, that that's also something we thought about from our, an investment perspective because we're we're looking for a return on that investment, uh, and therefore so you know if if this had been Match dot com, we would have put those are the attributes that we're looking for on our profile, and um, when we met the Cocoon team, they ticked all those boxes, and. As we sit here in, in the garage, and I know some of your team are, are based here almost permanently, which we'll have a, a chat about in a moment, but it all seems very nice. Cocoon looks like it's doing well. Your website's fantastic. The product looks great. Um, you're, you're working with Aviva. But 
actually, in reality, how since you guys first got together, how long has it been to get to this kind of stage? Yeah, so it's taken us probably we're about three and a half years into this project now, um, growing the business and developing Cocoon the brand, and uh, you know, it's gone from a a five person team to thirty person team, and we're no longer just heavily reliant on the founders. We have a fantastic team throughout the business. Um, some of the team actually, in fact, the first hire that we had was a customer experience uh, person and she came from Aviva. So kind of goes to show that we've got some really strong cultural similarities there. And I mentioned there that, that yourself and some of the other team are actually come and work out of the digital garage we're sitting in now. Why is that important to you? So apart from the, uh, the free Diet Coke and the Twixes that are on tap, um, no, be, being together as a team is, is fantastic. You know, um, having ourselves positioned in the middle of, of Tech City, right in the middle of Shoreditch, is is in terms of recruiting much much easier for us as a business. Um, it means that we have access to a, a our network of, of other businesses, so we can share how to do things right, um, even just to lean on them and and have a cry on the shoulder occasionally, because that's just part of being a startup. Uh, but also having access, direct access to to Ben and his team and the extended team with Aviva Digital. Uh, that's helped our business immensely. Is that the same for you, Ben? We're all digital first, you know, and we're all trying to talk to each other over Skype and things like that, but sometimes it's just easier just to have some people just across a desk from you to get things moving. Absolutely, and one of the reasons that we started investing in the first place was that we recognised as a 321-year-old company, we actually had a lot to learn from companies like, like Cocoon and teams like Colin. So, you know, there's there's a limit to what you can do um, over Skype if you're actually wanting to have some of those cultural transfers happening um, in the garage. So, yeah, it's it's fantastic having them part of, of, of the wider team and they get involved in, you know, much more than just just um, working on Cocoon because the, the garage has, has a lot of events and, and meetings and we, we see them as part of um, that wider team. Although I must say, on the Twix point, we do have a selection of fruit and nut-based snacks as well. Health and well-being is very important very in the important. garage. I do understand yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned that uh, right at the very start that part of what Aviva Ventures does is to work with smaller tech firms so you can learn. So what yeah. kind of things have you learned from working with Cocoon? Yeah, great question. I mean, loads of things. I can't really sort of list them all now, but broadly into, you know, a couple of categories. One around um, customers and their adoption of, of devices um, like, like the Cocoon. That's been really interesting to learn how a device like that can be part of, say, a, a home insurance proposition, how people use that kind of device. So, you know, <laughs> funny funny things that we've learned actually from from a customer perspective is Colin sort of hinted at that you know you you get an alert and you can call the police if you know if something's not not right and that's great and the security protection bit is important but we've also learned that customers actually use devices like this for a whole variety of other things from checking on their their kids their pets personally i i use mine because i work away from home to sort of wave goodbye to or they wave goodbye to me the kids before they go to school so it's some of those customer insights and behaviors around how people adopt devices we've learned a lot through that we've learned a lot around the technology itself so there's a lot going on in that iot space and the way that the cocoon works versus other devices and other protocols that learnings come back into the organization and um, it's been really interesting to learn how startups approach their development process and how they approach growth. We're a, a very big business. 
we can learn a lot from how agile and how quick a startup is into make uh, making decisions uh, the development process i remember colin spent some time talking to a wider aviva group around the agile development process that they've deployed which is which is fantastic and as i said from a sort of cultural angle we've we've learned a lot how um it looks and feels to be part of a really small fast moving um team who are at the the edge of of technology which is great for us um, to see how that really sort of manifests itself in that startup ecosystem that that we we you know really want to be a part of. And same question to to you, Colin. From spending a lot of time with Aviva and working for a couple of years with Aviva, what kind of things have you and your team learned? Yeah, so I think there's um, you know we're going from the process of being a startup and growing into being a scaling business, and so with that, you you comes a lot of growing pains and a lot of hard lessons to learn and. I think working with Aviva and being closely positioned with Aviva has almost acted like a like a like a like a long older brother, a big brother that can give you that confidence to to go out and try things, to make mistakes, to 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 go on and have success, but also to kind of skip some of that learning because you don't always want to learn the hard things. It's much easier, trust me, if someone tells you that this is going to be difficult and you don't have to go through the pain yourself. So that's helped our business grow. Uh, I think that we wouldn't be at the stage that we're at now as quickly as we are without the support of Aviva and our, you know, our other partners that have invested in us. And so, uh, on a wider point around technology, because obviously you guys work very close to it, uh, what are the kind of next big technological advancements that we're going to see? Not just necessarily in the areas you kind of work in, but I know there's been talk about using your phone to boil a kettle, which is quite obvious stuff. I don't know how many people are actually managing to do that yet. But, but Ben, we'll start with you. Go on. What do you think we might see in, in the kind of near future that people can't quite yeah. maybe grasp yeah. now? To be fair, I've gone beyond kettles already, though, Ben. I have a hot water boiling tap, so... You're a little behind on that one. Um, no, so, so, you know, there, there's a lot, lot of talk about trends. Some of the things that, you know, broader than the IoT piece that we talked about that we think are going to have a big impact. I think particularly as we move very quickly towards a world of artificial intelligence being part of a lot of the um, processes and components of a business that that's that's I think just going to get bigger and we've seen a lot of activity in the investment space around um, AI businesses there are you know we haven't got time to go into you know the different areas of that but I think as a whole that artificial intelligence piece is going to be big Um, we've also been looking at things like how um, genetic and genomic information are going to form part of a, the, you know, the the big data sets going forward. I think that's quite exciting. We've made a couple of investments via our Founders Factory partnership in virtual reality. I think that will increasingly play a significant part in people's lives and in things that we're doing as as a business. So I think that that's a particularly interesting trend. And, and back to the cocoon piece, I think that connected world um, is is just going to get bigger and bigger the, the number of devices that people are predicting by 2020 is is somewhere at 50 billion or something like that and that's significant and it's not just about the home think about the connected car and the impact that's going to have in terms of autonomous vehicles etc and back to the, the the genetics piece part of that's thinking about how healthcare will change and i think in the healthcare market um the connected world 
is, is also going to be significant. Um, sensors, connected devices, being able to predict and prevent um, health issues, I think is going to be significant. And we have another investment in, in the health space, which is around the early detection of, of cancer. And I think technologies that can detect things early and prevent are just going to be become, you know, super important, not just in, in insurance, but in life as, as a whole. Well, there was about 10 potential podcasts just in that one answer there. So we'll, we'll come back to those at some stage. Um, but Colin, on to you then. What kind of things do you think? I mean, you, you work for a small company, or started off as a small company that actually kind of built something that, that is changing the way people interact with their home security system. So where do you, what kind of things do you think people will be using in, the, in a few years' time? Yeah, so I think if we look at the sort of short, near term, um, Ben raised some important points around AI, automated vehicles. Um, but actually think about in the... In the, the in terms of the home and so one of the things that we try and do is we make it easy for people to to do anything so make it easy for people to secure their home that's one thing um by taking all of the effort away from them and what i'm what i'm expecting that we'll see is the connected home is one stage then the automated home is the next piece as we start to have more devices in our homes and those devices become more intelligent we actually have to do less with them they do them things for us so you know coming in and knowing that you know, Dyson have an example of the, the Hoover that goes around and cleans your house for you. Um, that's one piece, and that's the short-term stuff. But as we go slightly more further out, the home becomes much more connected, much more automated. We have to do less. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, we started getting washing machines and dishwashers. And as we started going further on, we started getting microwaves so we can cook our food quicker. Um, now it's actually having the home do much of the work for us so that we can just liberate ourselves and focus on the things that we actually want to do and not the things that occupy most of our time. Before we get too carried away though I did stay in a hotel last week where everything was controlled by tablet computers and that broke in the middle of the night so the curtains which were open and closed by tablet computer weren't open the lights wouldn't come on I had a shower in the dark so uh, you know we've still got a little way to go on that front and for now unfortunately that's all we've got time for but uh, Ben Luckett MD of Aviva Ventures and Colin Richardson co-founder and head of marketing at Cocoon thank you very much for your time today on the Aviva podcast now for more information on Cocoon and Aviva Ventures just check the podcast notes for all the links and if you're new to the Aviva podcast do go back and listen to some of the previous episodes to find out more about how Aviva is approaching the rise of tech in the insurance and savings market.